Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I'm your host, and today I'm going to teach you how to determine your body shape once and for all. It's not that difficult, but all of us seem to struggle with it. Then we're going to talk about how to dress for your body shape, specifically the upper body, so that your profile pictures and your Zoom look fabulous. Are you ready? Let's get started. It is said that imitation is the highest form of flattery. And in a lot of ways, that's true. If someone wants to learn how you do things and mimic some of those things because they want to get to where you are, that's kind of putting you in a level of they're aspiring to who you are and what you do. And they're trying to imitate you. That would be if you went on Pinterest and you were thinking, well, I'm a brunette with long legs and I need a dress to wear and I love this one fashion influencer and I'm going to find her because she has a body type like me. And you kind of copy her style, things that she puts out there on Pinterest. That is a form of flattery. Where it's not a form of flattery is, you know, plagiarism. If we're stealing someone's words or in, in the music industry, if we're stealing someone's music or in the dance world, if someone steals choreography and they don't give credit to who they took it from. There's so many things and so many times where it is not a form of flattery. But where I find it interesting is is yes, let's imitate, let's let's aspire to someone who has a style or a vibe that we really relate to, but make it our own. Because if we imitate too much, we lose our individuality. And I am seeing a little bit of that happen, not so much in the younger like Gen Z, because they are very unique and they're very driven to be unique, more like Gen X and older You've lost your mojo if that's you. You've lost your mojo and you just kind of are humming along. You raised your kids. You have been married or in a long-term relationship or maybe not. If you are fresh not married, then you're trying to find your mojo again because I have met lots of you in that world, okay? Or you're in your career. You've been there, done that over 20 years. You have no one to impress and you don't dress to impress. You've lost your mojo. And Something happens when we get in that area, that, that phase of life, it starts to all kind of look the same. Muted vanilla cream, bleh. <laughs> and I'm not saying I don't like vanilla. Actually, I love vanilla ice cream. It's one of my favorites. But everybody kind of just blends in. And that is where imitation isn't such a bad thing. Because you could use a little imitation, go find somebody that's doing something a little bit better than you and aspire to it, but don't lose your individuality. I had a friend years ago who was a flight attendant and there was something about her that made her unique and it was animal print. She wore it somewhere on her body every day. That was her thing. That was her zhuzh. It could have been in a scarf, it could have been in an acrylic earring, a belt, shoes, boots, a full-on jacket. She always had animal print on. And I thought that was the coolest thing, that she just had her little stamp of who she was. She wasn't trying to imitate anyone. She loved animal print, and it looked fabulous on her. I think that we have 
imitated each other so much or lost our mojo so much that we've lost our individuality. I have a quote about that because I thought this is something that's not new. It's We go in different phases. This is by Boy George, the late Boy George. Do you remember him? <laughs> Wake me up before you go-go. Okay, maybe you don't know that music, but I'm hoping you can get to the 80s because he was really big then. This is the quote from him. If you go back to the 80s, you had a whole plethora of artists, everyone from Madonna and Cyndi Lauper to Prince. I could stop right there. That says a lot. Because you can, if you know these artists, Prince was so unique, he changed his name to be not Prince anymore, the artist formerly known, and it was a symbol, okay? But they're very individual. Madonna, Cindy Lauper, and Prince. God bless Lady Gaga, he says, for doing her thing, but she's kind of a lone peacock now. If anything, we have a much more conservative kind of pop world. It's not necessarily about individuality anymore. Lady Gaga does do her thing. She can be far out there, but she also can sing jazz and duets with Tony Bennett, like the best of them. She is so talented and she can wear the outfit appropriate for where she is. And when she is being Lady Gaga pop, her outfits are wild and crazy. And if you want to go back to the 80s, think about Madonna. Talk about unique. She was the first one to throw, you know, uh, pointed bras on. She had a little bit of S&M in some of her video, music videos. She was wearing over-the-knee boots way before Beyonce. Icon. She was setting a trend. She was the fashion-forward one. She was individual. And how about Cindy Lauper? Completely her own thing. She was individual. Now, I brought up celebrities because actually they are who wear the fashion that the fashion houses create. They put things out there in the world. I think, you know, the first time you saw a Chanel suit, who was wearing it? They started getting Chanel out there way back in the day. Or think about Jennifer Aniston. As recent as the 1990s, her hairstyle was a trend-setting hairstyle, that Jennifer straight hair with facial framing. Uh, celebrities, athletes, all these people are the ones that set style, and they're not always wearing what they want to wear. When they are in their casual offset, yes, but when they are on set, they have a stylist that's styling them. You know that. There's a wardrobe. But also, they have been taught what works for their body type and their skin tone. They're around hair, makeup, and fashion stylists all the time, so they know what looks good on them. Then we get out here in the world, and the stores start putting out what the fashion houses and the celebrities are wearing, and the fashion houses are making, and we try to wear it and put it on. And we might not feel so great in it, but we're like, well, she wore it, and she wore it great, and it that's in style, so I'm going to wear it. That's the part of imitation that you don't want. That's the part of imitation that's a fail. <laughs> you want to find where you land in being uniquely you, being individually you, yet staying kind of current, getting your mojo back, having the energy and the vibe that you want to be while being authentic to yourself. So let's kind of explore who you are, what you are, as far as a style goes. What is your style right now? What is your every day or your most of the day? 
Do you fall in dramatic, classic, edgy, romantic, sporty, natural? What would you call it? Are you fashion forward? Are you business casual? What works for you in your everyday lifestyle? What should it be for your job? Now, if you're a working from home person, you still, you don't have to be a schlep. You don't have to schlep around. You want to be maybe natural or sporty while you're home. You can be comfortable, but still cute. And when I say comfortable, sometimes beauty is not comfort. Sometimes fashion is not comfort. And I'm not saying discomfort like being in pain. I'm saying wear a color that's a little out of your comfort zone, but might look great on your skin. That's what I'm talking about when I say comfort. Well, this is all great, Christine. I would love to be able to do that, but I I don't know. I really don't know anything. I can't keep up with the trends. I don't fit in anything in my closet. And when I go shopping, I get frustrated and I leave the dressing room discouraged because I don't like my body and I don't look good in anything. Intentional long silence. I left that there because I used to be that person. I know exactly what it feels like to try clothes on, get so mad at the size on the tag that you leave and you don't buy anything. My friend, it is time to love the skin you're in. It is okay to say, I want to release some of this weight and I want to get healthier. But don't put off showing your best self because you don't like what you have right now. There are some people that would give anything to be who you are or what you are. And I'm not saying that in a way of, you know, uh, in an unhealthy way. I'm saying that in perspective, to give you perspective. I was stuck in that for so long. And if you haven't heard any of my stories about that, look in some of my previous episodes about body dysmorphia, eating disorders. I know it inside and out. And I'm here to say, I want you to appreciate the body you have and we can teach you how to dress it to look incredible. You will love it when you find the clothes that fit your body shape. You won't resent it so much. You won't compare to other people so much. That comparison thing will kill you. You're never going to look like her no matter how hard you work out. Even if you eat the same food she eats, you have your own body. You're unique. You are an individual. And I I know you can change it. I know you can change your shape. You can with using weights and building muscle and all those things. But what about right now? In the moment right now? Don't put off looking your absolute best until you lose 10, 20, 30 pounds. Let's do it now. How do you do it? Okay, so I'm, I'm hoping that you are like, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to just go find one thing that makes me feel fabulous. And if you don't have a lot of money, you know what? One of my favorite stores on earth is TJ Maxx. You don't have to spend a lot of money. I just saw someone on TikTok who was wearing an adorable tank top in this aqua blue, worked great on her skin tone, three bucks. You can wear clothes. You don't have to go out and spend a fortune, a fortune in high-end department stores, you can get one piece of something that fits you well right now that will make you feel so good every time you wear it. That's what I want you to do. So first, let's decide, what are you? What, what category do you fall in as far as maybe a fashion sense? Are you dramatic? Um, think about when you were at your best, okay? So right now, if you're stuck, you're stuck. 
what what are you though inside? Who are you really? Are you the dramatic, the classic, the edgy, the romantic, the sporty, the natural, the business casual, or the fashion forward? Maybe you like to wear things before anybody else wears them. Those crazy outfits that you would think nobody's ever going to do that, a year later people are. Those are the fashion forward people. They're the trend setters. And then we see the stuff come in a year later into the department stores or the you know, the lower end H&M kind of stores or um, what is the other one? Forever 21. Those two stores are for the younger generation, but that younger generation, that fashion bleeds into clothing for older people. That's, that's where it all kind of starts. So if you want to get an idea of what the high-end fashion people are putting out on the catwalk, go in an H&M or a Forever 21 or a lower-end store and see what they're mass-producing because they're knockoffs. They're cheap knockoffs of what the higher designers are making. And you can kind of see what's trending. I don't want you to get something trendy, though. I want you to get something that you will wear every year until you don't fit in it anymore. Not something that's just this year, right? Get something solid, a piece that you can always count on, a denim jacket. It could be a button-down, white button-down shirt, classic. Every woman should have at least one, multiple because they stain, right? So a, a blouse in a print or some or a belt. It could be something, just something that you would buy that fits you well and makes you feel incredible. And I'm going to challenge you to make it be for the top half of your body. Let's start there and get it in a size that is comfortable in your shoulder. You can move the, if there's a button down, it doesn't gap so that you can see through the button placard. It fits you perfect because when we wear clothes that fit us, We actually look leaner. So if weight is an issue, don't want to wear big baggy tents and moo-moos unless you're home doing the Netflix thing. I don't want you to go out like that. I'm talking about getting something that just makes you feel good. And again, doesn't have to be super expensive. So where are you in that category? Are you going to be sporty spice? Are you going to be natural, business casual? Do you go on Zoom? Are you showing your upper body on Zoom? Do you do anything on content creation online, on social media? Or are you going somewhere to work where people see you? Take that into consideration. So now the secret to doing this well is to know your body shape and dress for your body shape and the lifestyle that you have, your work, your family, all of that, and also... You can have that with the notion that "Hmm, I might meet a show producer. I might meet Oprah's booking agent. I might meet somebody. I want this to be something really nice. I want this to look good on me. So I want you to not play it down. I want you to play it up. So how do we decide what the body shape is? Well, I'm here to help you figure that out. When is the last time you took your measurements? I know, I know. Okay, this is not because we want to go in a downward spiral or anything like that. Your measurements, I want you to think of this like geometry. I'm not going to put you in a category of an apple body or a pear body. You are not food. And I will never call someone's body some kind of food. We have enough issues with food that we don't need to be shaped like food. So I want to take this to a place of geometry. 
because shapes are, they have, we have no attachments to those, right? So we're going to get a soft measuring tape and you're going to take measurements around your bust, your waist at the thinnest part, and your hips at the widest part and write those down. This is how it works. If you want to know what your body shape is, hourglass, we're going to start with that. You can be an hourglass even if you're carrying extra weight. And the way you'll know if you're hourglass is if your waist is 9 to 13 inches smaller than your bust. So typically the waist is that much smaller than the bust and the hip line. That's what pulls that waistline in, that hourglass figure. So minimum of a nine inch difference. That makes you an hourglass shape. You can also have very, very minute differences from the waist to the hip or the bust line that would make you a rectangle. So you want to take the measurements and then write the numbers down. And then I want you to think about the shapes. Are you wider at the bust than you are at the hip? And do you narrow down? Is the bust the widest part? Then it tapers at the waist and it's even smaller at the hip. You're an inverted triangle. Are you bigger at the hip and get tapered smaller as you go up. That would make you a triangle. You see, so you're a shape of some kind. If you have smaller bust and hip, but a larger waist measurement, that makes you more round. So you're a shape, some kind of shape. Usually nine times out of 10, no matter what, when we gain and lose weight, we are still the same frame shape. So if I'm a triangle or an inverted triangle, I'm always going to be that. The only time we may see a little bit of difference is when we hit menopause and women are in that menopause phase where the body changes, but usually they still are the same shape. Uh, A lot of menopausal women, if you look at them from behind, they're rectangular. Interestingly though, once women get to that point, they really get frustrated. And that is when a lot of women start looking at diet and supplements and going to the gym because menopause, weight gain and hormone being messed up, it really does mess with your body and they get their body back pretty quick. And you'll notice there's like a five-year period in menopausal women who care about their their overall appearance that don't just throw in the towel and say, oh, menopause, it's over. <laughs> it is so not over. It's it's amazing. If you I've seen women in their 60s and 70s who really could pass for a 40-year-old because they took care of themselves. They didn't allow that extra waistline weight to thicken them. They took care of it. They did they did things with their nutrition and exercise to thin themselves out because we do know that a larger girth leads to heart disease and all different things that are detrimental to our health. So for the most part, your frame, once you get these measurements down and you do basic geometry with, okay, what are my measurements? Am I bigger at the top? Am I bigger at the bottom? Think Kim Kardashian. The Kardashians, most of them, the girls, the young girls are triangles. They have wide hips, big old booty, teeny tiny shoulders. They're tiny at the top, right? So they're a triangle. When they, If you were to draw a shape using their measurements, I want you to think about you when you take these measurements, find out what you are. Then once you know your shape, this is what I want you to do. Find a neckline that complements your shape. Now, in the previous episode last week, I talked about the golden triangle. That triangle is left shoulder, right shoulder, head. Think about that triangle. It's what we see on Zoom. It is what 
we see in a headshot or profile picture. It's this amazing space where we get to see the essence of who you are in a photo. Well, your neckline should complement your body shape and your face shape. And what's really cool is that your face shape will align with your body shape. So if you have an oval or rounded face shape, you are probably an hourglass or a round body. If you are a square face shape or a rectangle face shape or anything angular, triangle, diamond, any of those, you are either a triangle body, inverted triangle body, or a rectangular body. You're an angular person. That rule is almost fail-proof. If your face has rounded, smooth lines, your body is going to have rounded, smooth lines. If your face has sharp edges, sharp, straight lines, or just lines in general, then your body is going to have lines like an a square or a rectangle. You're not going to have a square body. You could have a square face with a rectangular body. You get the idea. They go together. Okay. So now we have your measurements. We're thinking about your face shape and your body shape. You've identified with your measurements what your body shape is. Now you're going to go get a top with a neckline that suits your body and face shape. And I don't care if it's a jacket or if it's some type of a top. If you have a round or oval face shape, which means you have an hourglass or a round figure, you want to go for scoop necklines, deep plunging U necklines, rounded necklines, anything on the top that has curves like Peter Pan collars. It could have a high neckline, but that curve, you want harmony. So you want to look for rounded lines. Ruffles work for rounded figures, rounded face shapes, anything with a circle pattern in it. Now, you want to match anything with a pattern to the proportion of your body. If you're petite, you don't want to wear a large pattern. So keep the patterns proportion to your body. Again, harmony. So round face shapes, oval face shapes, round body or hourglass body, you get all the circular, you get crew necks, you get scoop necks, you get anything rounded, ruffles, soft collars, Peter Pan collars, all of that stuff, you can rock that. If you're in the angular crowd where you have an angular face shape and an an angular body, meaning triangle, rectangle, upside down triangle, any of that, you're going to look for V-necks, boat necks, square necklines, anything like that. And you can use a pointed collar or anything that has anything geometric in it. But again, if it's a print, match the print to the proportion of your body. If you have a larger body, you can handle a little bit of a larger print. A smaller frame, you want to keep the print smaller, medium frame, medium all proportion. Again, harmony, not contrast. And now let's go for the fit. Now that we know what we're looking for in the neckline, we're going to go for fit. Don't look at the tag. Don't care about the tag. This is something you're going to wear just right now. And it's going to look good on you. It's going to feel good on you. It's going to fit you. When you wear it, 
take a picture, please take a picture of yourself and put it on social media or wear it to a special dinner. Do something that makes you feel fabulous, but I don't want you to wear this and go, uh, this is, it's not me. I want you to find something that's you. Something that speaks to the person that's inside you that hasn't been out for a while. Let it be fun. And again, don't make it an investment piece that you're spending a lot of money on, unless you want to. Make it something that just makes you feel good about wearing it, that brings out the natural you. I want it to be authentically you, uniquely you. Accessorize it. If it's a solid color, throw some type of accessory with it to bring it to life that matches you, the person that's deep in there. If it's a print, mute down your accessories. So you want to keep again, harmony, not contrast. Wear it well, match it to your body and your face shape, and you are going to feel amazing. I have more for you coming in this whole topic over the summer. I can't wait to share it with you. I hope you get out there and do this. And if you do, email me at info at christinebrunelli.com. I would love to hear about it. Even if you have any questions, I'm always here to help. And one final note, these are image consulting fashion rules. They are not fashion faux pas. If you wear a square neckline with a rounded face, you can do it. You can wear whatever you want. But if you work with a fashion stylist and an image consultant, they are going to enhance your features by using these rules. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. Of course, we all Most all of us, myself included, have closets full of clothing that's not for my body type. You have the same thing. It's okay. Don't feel bad about that. I'm giving you this tip because I want you to start in a direction of enhancing you to put your best foot forward and feeling amazing about doing it without spending a lot of money. I can't wait to hear about how your shopping excursions go. Please email me. I'd love to hear from you. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for being here. I'm officially certified image consultant ready. (laughs) I've been working hard on getting that badge, a certification through a college course in a fashion institute, and I am thrilled to be able to help women dress, accessorize, and do their hair and makeup so that it complements their shape and their size and their essence of who they are. If this is something that you love and you want to learn more of, hit subscribe because more episodes like this are coming. But we also talk about health, body language, and communication. So we don't just do fashion here. We do all of it because all of that is your image and your first impression. Until next time, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.